global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. Economic concerns weighed on the stock market again today, dragging the S&P 500 lower for the fourth session in five. It was a benchmark's biggest back-to-back drop in almost three months. Bank shares were among the biggest losers for a second day, along with energy and raw material producers. We check the markets every 15 minutes. The Dow Industrial Average fell 100 points today, six-tenths of a percent. It closed at 17,651. S&P 500 down 12.6-tenths of a percent to close at 2,051. The NASDAQ down 37 points, eight-tenths of a percent, closing at 47.25. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 22 cents a barrel to 43.87. Spot Gold down $10.30 cents the ounce at 12.8150. Ten-year Treasury up 7.30 seconds with a yield of 1.77%. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Catherine Cowdery. Just a recap of some of the earnings uh, being released after the close of trading today. Uh, Kraft Heinz are reporting quarterly results, uh, 73 cents a share versus analyst estimates of 61 cents a share. The shares of, uh, of Kraft Heinz move higher by a 6% in after-hours trading. Also, uh, taking a look at the shares of Tesla, they reported a loss of 57 cents a share, but analyst estimates was for a loss of more, 60 cents a share. The shares of Tesla are climbing 5%. Also, 21st Century Fox reported results. They said that they earned 47 cents a share. That matched analyst estimates, but the company also said that revenue was higher than previously estimated. It was up more than a billion, uh, $100 billion, uh, $7.23 versus $7.19 billion. The shares are moving higher by 6%. And finally, Fitbit uh, company reports uh, EPS earnings per share of $0.10 cents versus analyst estimates of $0.03. Cents. You'd think the shares would be moving higher, but the company issued weak guidance for the second quarter, and the shares of Fitbit are down 10%. Tim Fox, thank you for that masterful wrap of all these earnings coming in fast and furious after the bell. I wonder if someday our next guest will be listening to some report the earnings for his company. We shall see. Dennis Jang joins us now. He's a CEO and founder of a new, brand new baby company called Ballotcraft. They have a fantasy politics game. That's what Ballotcraft is. Think of uh, fantasy football, fantasy baseball. Well, Dennis and his co-founder have dived right in to do that. They are both Stanford grads, and of course, I'm here at the Hoover Institute at Stanford University for John Taylor's Monetary Policy Conference tomorrow, which Dennis would know a lot about. He has a BA in economics uh, from Stanford University, an MBA from MIT Sloan, and he joins us now. Dennis, welcome. Thank you. So, let's talk about ballot craft. Yes. What is it? How do I play this game? Sure. So if you're familiar with fantasy football or games like that, basically we've, we've taken that model and, and adapted it for pol- politics. Um, so what you can do is go onto our site, uh, ballotcraft.com, and sign up. And you can um, – we have all these games going on for different contests that are coming up. So you could go you – know, Kentucky, for instance, is voting soon. Oregon is voting soon. Um, and you can um, buy – shares in different candidates. So you may think Bernie will win in Oregon or you think Hillary's going to win in Oregon. You can buy shares. Um, and there's a certain price that, that they sell at. Um, and that's roughly a prediction of kind of who's going to win. So maybe um, Hillary's trading at 60% uh, in one state and you may think that's too high or too low. Um, and so you, you um, if you think it's too low, you buy shares in her. And you know, if, if that turns out to be correct, then you win points on our game. So it's, it's, so it's all play money. Um, but we have leaderboards, et cetera, for, you know, so you can see who the best players are and, and over time 
and so, so yeah, so that's that, that's the basic concept, and and we have games going for you know all the primaries, and also for other questions as well that are interesting to kind of our users. So, for instance, is the UK going to vote to leave the EU this summer? Uh, is Merrick Garland going to be confirmed for the Supreme Court by the end of Obama's term? Things like that. And so that that's that's the basic gist of the game. Do you earn money as a participant if you win? No, you don't. Uh, so, so. Um, it, it, it's all for, for right now for play money, and so so it's, it's basically for bragging rights. Uh, and you can play with your friends, uh, set up leagues, private leagues, uh, in the same way that you do with, with fantasy football. Um, so how yeah. do you make money? So so for us uh, as a company, um, what we're building is basically this this um, kind of this site for people who really like politics. And one thing that that, that we've seen in the market is um, that political advertising is moving online in a really big way uh, in this cycle and the cycle to come. So uh, two years ago, uh, digital political advertising was less than $100 million, and this year it'll be over a billion dollars. And so we are kind of um, – we're building, we're building a, a site that um, – kind of uh, takes advantage of that uh, going forward. Well, you know, uh, I, I was at Coho, the coffee house mm-hmm. in uh, Treasure Union, yep. uh, here at Treasure Memorial Union, I should say, uh, here at uh, Stanford yesterday afternoon and evening. I was working on some questions for a big interview that Pim and I have tomorrow. We're mm-hmm. interviewing Robert Kaplan. He's president oh. of the Dallas Fed. Uh, okay. He's going to be here at John Taylor's conference. And it's just amazing. I overheard a couple of conversations, someone who has started something and they were looking at some other startup they were going to use. And then a guy's walking by and says, oh, were you guys talking about? <laughs> That's what Stanford's like now. Yes, yes. Boy, oh, boy. I mean, so yeah. how did you guys get go in this direction? You're, you study economics. You're interested in tax policy and education. But mm-hmm. you obviously want to make some money here. You're in a yeah. very competitive place with a lot of opportunity, though. Yeah. What gave you the idea this would work? Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I think it, it actually dates back to my time at Stanford, uh, studying economics. Um, so, uh, you know, economists are, are, are really fascinated with, with these things called prediction markets. Uh, and that, that was true kind of when I was here and it, it's been this long-standing fascination. And so, um, that, that, that's kind of where the genesis was. Uh, but also thinking about, so, so I have a passion for politics as well. Um, and, and we were thinking about how can we combine kind of, so, so there's a big problem in the United States with kind of voter participation. You know, like it's low, and particularly among millennials. Um, and those, so, this as people who care about politics this is something that we care about deeply. And we're, we were thinking, you know, how can we create something that, you know, will encourage people to to be more interested in politics? Um, and kind of we thought about fantasy football, how how what what impact that's had on football viewership. You know, it's it's made a lot of people who weren't fans before into fans. And so we thought, you know, what what if we kind of use that model and combined with kind of the prediction markets that I'm familiar with from my time here um, and create something that, that's similarly compelling? Uh, and that's that's what we've done. And, and and that's the kind of feedback that we've gotten from a lot of our users. So um, we were very heartened by uh, it, it, it's a user emailed us uh, who is a, a teacher, social studies teacher, uh, junior high. And he said he's using Ballacraft with his students, you know, over 70 students playing Ballacraft. And it's his way of kind of bringing to life the things that he's teaching in the classroom. And so, so yeah, so, so we've been very encouraged. But, but I think so, so they're, they're kind of the two parts of, to our um, mission, you know, both to you know, build this business and also to, to build, boost voter engagement. Thank you very much. Uh, Dennis Jiang, he is the chief executive and the founder of Ballotcraft, joining us from Stanford University. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg Radio. Coming up, Bloomberg Law is brought to you by Jaguar Manhattan. Visit Jaguar Manhattan today, where New York goes for luxury. Conveniently located at 54th and 11th Avenue and online at jaguarmanhattan.com. Jaguar Manhattan is at your service.